Job chapter 37. Yes, at this my heart trembles and is moved out of its place. Hear, oh hear, the noise of his voice, the sound that goes out of his mouth. He sends it out under the whole sky and is lightning to the ends of the earth. After it a voice roars. He thunders with the voice of his majesty. He doesn't hold back anything when his voice is heard. God thunders marvelously with his voice. He does great things which, which we can't comprehend. For he says to the snow, fall on the earth, likewise, likewise to the shower of rain, and to the showers of his mighty rain. He seals up the hand of every man, that all men whom he has made may know it. Then the animals take cover and remain in their dens. Out of its cold comes the storm, and cold out of the north. By the breath of God, ice is given, and the width of the waters is frozen. Yes, he loads the thick cloud with moisture. He spreads abroad the cloud of his lightning. It is turned around by his guidance, that they may do whatever he commands them on the surface of the habitable world whether it is for correction or for his land or for loving kindness that he causes it to come. Listen to this, Job. Stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. Do you know how God controls them and causes the lightning of his cloud to shine? Do you know the workings of the clouds, the wondrous works of him who is perfect in knowledge? You whose clothing is warm when the earth is still by reason of the south wind? Can you with him spread out the sky, which is strong as a cast metal mirror? Teach us what we, teach us what we will tell him, for we can't make our case by reason of darkness. Will it be told him that I would speak, or should a man wish that he were swallowed up? Now men don't see the light by which is Now men don't see the light which is bright in the skies but the wind passes and clears them Out of the north comes golden splendor which God is awesome with God is awesome majesty Out of the north comes golden splendor with God is awesome majesty We can't reach the almighty he is exalted in power in justice and in great righteousness, he will not oppress. Therefore, men revere him. He doesn't regard any who are wise of heart. These are the comments for Job 37, and we are in the last chapter of Elihu's giant speech. So he had a six chapter long speech. This is the last chapter. And I'd have to say, if you analyze his speech in all of its chapters, this is the best one. <laughs> He says some things as he goes through that are clearly wrong and we throw them away. He says some other things that are very thought-provoking and interesting. But this chapter 37 is a great chapter. And it's, it's, it's the high point of his speech. And he says some wonderful things about the Lord. In fact, his speech here sounds so good <laughs> that some commentators have called this the introduction to the theophany. Now, the theophany is, you know, in the next chapter, God is going to speak. So this is the appearance of Christ, you know, or the appearance of God in the book. And, uh, but they say that this chapter is the introduction to God coming. 
Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's quite as grand as that, um, but the, the speech is definitely the high point. And it's definitely, uh, he says good things about the Lord in this chapter. Some of the, so I guess some people look at Elihu as almost like, almost like Jesus in person, but he's not. Because there are things in Elihu's other, you know, earlier chapters of his speech which are clearly wrong. And Elihu, I think, is someone who's a mixture. He's someone that obviously loves God, <laughs> has a very high view of the Lord, says some great things about the Lord, says some dumb things as well. He's a mixture. Well, isn't that like everyone? Aren't we all a mixture? You think about you. You've got some great points, some good qualities, some things the Lord has shown you. There's some victories you've had in life. You're walking with the Lord in certain ways, and then yet there's other things you just say, oh, God help me. <laughs> You're a mixture. Well, so was Elihu. But the good thing about a mixture is there are good parts, and this chapter is one of them. He says in um, verse 14, he says, listen to this, Job. He's still calling Job by name. Stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. Stand still. It's, it's in being still that we can consider what God has to say. In Psalm 42, it says, be still and know that I am God. This is wonderful. I love the idea of being still and letting the Lord reveal himself to us. In verse 24, he says, Therefore, men revere him. So he's made all these points about how grand God is. And he says, therefore, men, which is all people, people revere him. So in this chapter, he's very big on God's transcendence, uh, on how great God is. And... Um, he, he makes these points, you know, that God is the God who, of the storm. God's the God of the thunder. The God's the God who rules the earth. So we have a picture of a very big and a powerful God. And yet, in Psalm 34, verse 18, it says that the Lord is near to those who are lowly in heart. So we have a God who is very grand and big, as Elihu is saying in this chapter. But he's approachable. He's gracious, close, loving, sincere, kind, and responsive. We have a God who is amazingly distant and powerful, and yet a God who is so close to those who seek him. And so we get to the end of Elihu's words, which have been a mixture, <laughs> but they have good thoughts in them. And so we think about this God who is so big, and we realize he is, he is available to every one of us, even though we are so small. Lord, I thank you that you are a God like that. Thank you that you are a God that is, on the one hand, big and distant and powerful and strong. And yet on the other hand, Lord, you're close, approachable, gentle, patient. Thank you, Lord, you're, Lord that you're all these things. Lord, we surrender our lives afresh to you today. In Jesus' name, amen.